Welcome to the Top Gear Magazine podcast, a peek behind the curtain of what it's really like to drive other people's cars for a living. These are the stories behind the stories. Hello everyone and welcome to the latest instalment of our series of pods entitled That Time We, insert name of a silly feature that we did in the past and we we tell this story from the archive and breathe new life and detail into it. So I'm joined today, Rowan Horncastle, Ollie Marriage, and in the studio we have Tom Wookie Ford who's going to be regaling us with the time. That time he... Uh, drove an aerial atom to the Arctic Circle, which sounds very stupid indeed. What were you thinking? Uh, I was drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Not on the actual gig. How how much of it was done on a trailer? Come on, tell us. So, (laughs) look, full disclosure here, absolutely none of it was done on a trailer. And that was the most idiotic part of the whole feature. Um, It was, yeah, it was literally, I got picked it up in Somerset from Ariel, Drove it to Newcastle, which was enough, to be (laughs) fair. (laughs) Uh, Took a 20-hour ferry to Christiansund and then drove it to the Arctic Circle. What was the ferry like? Was it like one of those nice nice. cross-channel ferries? (laughs) Little disco. The Newcastle one is always fun. It's very fun. But let's rewind and add some context. Okay. When is this happening? What is the aerial atom? Because at the time, the aerial atom was brand new, which will help answer question one. So back in the day, the aerial atom was just... It had just been released, and of course, because it looks like a roof rack with wheels on, I was immediately entranced. Uh, Not being very into track driving, I was like, oh, I'm sure it could do something else. So I just thought I'd do the longest trip, most stupid trip I possibly could. So this was 2005? When the atom had a K-series. Yeah. Oh, really? That old Rover engine? Yeah. So that was before Honda even got involved with the Atoms. So it had a K-series, and to be honest, we didn't do anything to it. We just put... I think we put motorsport batteries in it because we knew it was going to be cold, and we put some... What time of year? Winter tyres on it. I can't remember. It's always cold in the Arctic. It doesn't matter. And and what was the? And if you can recall, what was the conversation like with Ariel? I mean, they're they're cool. They're they're up for. They were fine. They're just like oh, uh, they said, "What do you want to do with it?" (laughs) Well, I think we were because they'd never tested it to that kind of. I mean, I took you know those silver blankets that you put around at marathon runners. I took a car-sized one of them with me, um, and we put some different antifreeze in it and stuff like that. And I got some kit from North Face. Um, to keep me warm because there was there's nothing on them. And the other thing we did was we, before they used to do the side panels on the Nomad, we had some Lexan that we put in it to stop water wow. coming into your lap because obviously if you get cold when you're up there and you're wet, you'll die. So we were we were as prepared as we were unprepared, if you get what I mean. But yeah. it was a, if you rewind then, still a visually shocking thing for even the car enthusiasts of what the Atom was. We just knew it as this thing that made your jowls go a bit funny and wobble. And then that was take, way before that. Was it? Yeah. Oh, right. Well, yeah. then, uh, to take it somewhere... Well, this is a time also where Instagram doesn't exist, film doesn't exist, yeah. as in moving images. I think we captured the... Im- was it shot on film or I digital mean, We cameras? had kettles and things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Double glazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, that probably would have been a bit of film, yeah. Uh, maybe early... Di- 2005? When was digital? Probably a bit... Possibly a bit of digi digi pictures bit, but, of, bit of messing around but yeah, there'd have been trouble with the cameras whatever though because mm. if it's that cold 
it's going to, yeah, it's going to have caused issues, isn't it? The, the worst thing about, the, I mean, we had a discovery and I, I did have a sub driver who shall remain nameless who um, suddenly discovered how cold it was and then didn't drive the car again. The Atom? Yeah. So you did all the miles in the Atom? I did all the miles. And it, it was horrific, genuinely horrific. So if I want to drive from Somerset, which for our international uh, listeners is in the bottom left of uh, England, yeah. Newcastle's in the top right. Yeah. So you've got to go diagonally across there, yeah. across a body of water. Yeah. And North then how sea. far am I from the Arctic Circle then? Uh, you, c- you can probably do it in about 800 miles. It took me 1,000 miles. Why yeah. was that? Did you keep going the wrong way? But it's way? not that far up. If you think, yeah, <laughs> yeah. if you think about where the Arctic the Arctic Circle actually starts, it's not that far up. Unfortunately, it was winter. But it's still halfway up Norway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty at easily. least halfway up Norway. And it was it was about minus thirty. And the trouble is, if you're in a car that's moving with no windscreen, it's probably minus sixty with the wind chill. Mm. So I was wearing a full face helmet, and I got frostbite underneath my eyes because there was a gap. There was a vent in the. Thing. So it looked like one of those American football players that puts like <laughs> yeah. black paint under their eyes and yeah. all my skin sloughed off. And I thought I'd lost my toes. I couldn't, f- you know, I genuinely thought I was in trouble. Did you to- see them? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, I put them in a boot. Um, they- <laughs> you need to take better care of your toes. Talk me yeah. through your ki- kit. So I've got some stuff from North Face. Doesn't sound like it ra- ran off fines have you spec. Ever, no. Because <laughs> uh, I didn't know what Preparation. I needed. Well, you, I, got, I got a Himalayan suit, which I thought was the, a big orange. Like, it's like a sleeping bag, but Ooh, with yeah. arms and legs. So I thought that'd be brilliant. It doesn't, a slanket. A slanket, yeah, <laughs> with like a scarf and some mm. gloves. And I mm. uh, thought it'd be great. Nah, it, they're built for walking about in. So as soon as you're sat in a bucket seat yeah. and it compresses all the insulation, it doesn't work. So you got off the boat. Uh, where, where did you get off the boat? Christiansund. Christiansund. How long after Christiansund did you think, this is a really bad idea, let's just not do About it? About 40 yards. <laughs> <laughs> Getting off the boat and it was snowing yeah. and we didn't have spike tyres and there was a load of Norwegian truckers just going, no! Yeah, because what <laughs> come on like Avon ZZSs and stuff like that. What, what did you have on uh, it? We'd got like a, a, a w- extreme wet, essentially. Um, but there was a, there was a, one guy who had um he'd got an, an Audi 100 estate. Can you remember though? Yeah. He'd put on a Porsche RS 200 and it had full spikes and they're only about six inches wide with full spikes. And he was, he was like, a, he looked like a rally driver and he just laughed his head off and went, you can't, you can't do it. You'll, you will die. And um, then the people that I was with were like phoning the doctor to see what the first signs of frostbite were. They were trying to sort out getting home. We won't make it we'll have to call it and go home. And we said, well, let's try and do 50 miles and we'll see. And we did 50 miles. And then we thought, right, we'll do another 50 miles. But there was some stuff that happened along the way, which genuinely was terrifying. I, tr- I tried to overtake a truck under in a... I was following a truck and it was getting very cold because the getting splashed with whatever was coming off it. So it, put, it went into a tunnel. So I overtook it and changed gear halfway along it. It didn't have the bars between the sets of wheels. Mm. And I spun the atom halfway up the car and the front of the atom went under between the wheels and I spun out the front of the car went under the what what trailer what, what went catastroph- catastrophically wrong there with your gear change uh, I just changed gear badly <laughs> and because it was and entered a death spin it, and under the front a lorry. of the car went straight under the lorry oh, no. which was my legs don't forget because in an atom your your feet yeah, are yeah, yeah. that far forward and it spun out and I just had to sit for about 20 minutes yeah that's I mean, I, the fast and the furious right there <laughs> yeah. spinning did you get a photo of it real terrifying no, oh, of course we don't get photos stuff like that no. the, 
it, it was it was physically hard. It was mm. mentally very difficult. I think that was one of the things that I realised when you're doing something, you're basically tense for 16, 17 hours a day. And I don't think we get away with doing it now no. because it was dangerous, essentially. But and just a team of three of you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with a support car. And, 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 a, and a support driver who was... Not interested Who's in driving. Not, I didn't want to play with you, which wasn't fair, <laughs> I don't think. But also, this is the era before podcast and Spotify, music in your pocket and all that jazz. I guess you couldn't take your vinyl player with no, you. No, just singing in, the, <laughs> yeah. in your helmet. Just chatting away to myself. Just uh, a some... little flick book, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, you sort of get by on the scenery for a bit and then suddenly <laughs> it's, all the same. It's, it's just white. Now a tree. But yeah, I've, I've nothing like this, nothing like this. But I have been on, you know, some fairly long extreme drives when you think is, is it all worth it but there is that kind of goal in your head of like this is going to be if I can survive it's going to be a really good story that'll be a nice picture over there there's a, there's yeah, genuine jeopardy here you know when I come to write this there's going to be a rich I love that yeah like you know there's a story in it because yeah. you're suffering yeah. and there's proper jeopardy mm. it's, there's you know we didn't have backup I mean we got to the Arctic Circle and the chase car the Land Rover Discovery Stopped to take a picture and put two wheels off the road and literally half the car disappeared. It just fell over into the snowbank. And then what do you do? We've got an aerial atom and the chase car's gone. Might yeah. freeze to death. And yeah. it's like four o'clock in the morning. And I went off and found the world's largest snowplow with a man in it who didn't speak English and I didn't speak Norwegian. And I'm not sure what he thought I was asking for. What's the international symbol for uh, chase <laughs> car in out of snowbank yeah. might die, please yeah. come? Of course, he thought I was a weirdo because <laughs> I'd just turned up in an aerial atom. He just, he pulled the big, I've never seen, it's like a ship chain and put it around the front axle of the Discovery and I thought it's just going to rip the entire front of the car off. <laughs> yeah. Popped it back out and we were on our way and it was, I discovered um, Norwegian brown cheese, which is not a euphemism. Is it supposed <laughs> to be brown? <laughs> it's caramelly. <laughs> 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 I, would we be able to do that now? I don't know. But also, this is what, if everyone goes on topgear.com or just types in the aerial atom to the Arctic Circle, you'll probably find the story quite quickly. The simplicity of the story mm. from a from a from just a visual perspective of, just go let's get it. a car, take a pen and paper and a photographer, pray that they don't freeze to death, and take some pictures. Nowadays, we just wouldn't be able to do that because there'd be a million other things that we would have to do mm. to feed the machine of content um, that it's just a time gone by. So... When you arrived at the Arctic Circle, did you just hand the car over to someone else and then get in Much a plane? Much ceremony? And, yeah, come home. <laughs> it's, it's the anticlimax of getting there, taking a picture, turning around and starting again. <laughs> <laughs> I've just noticed, work because I've got we. Uh, I've got, the, I've got, I've got a PDF of the article here. You only got eight pages. Oh, no. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and how many days was this? <laughs> Probably took about eight days, I think. But yeah. the trouble wow. is it takes you two days to decompress after it all as well. Like the, there are a couple of pictures that I'm I I've been super proud of my entire life, and one of them is like I'm wearing a helmet with a uh, mirrored visor, and it's got a picture of me sat in that car with the, literally just the uh, the tundra mm -hmm. within the mirrored visor, and I'm like that that's one for my personal book of things. Yeah. yeah, and did it put you off? Because I do remember another open sports car track car being taken somewhere very cold where you then had clothing that was had its own um, uh, heating system in it. Oh, as the well. KTM? Mm. Oh, I got a KTM and drove it up a, the Hanencom ski run. <laughs> I drove it up it and then drove it down it and nobody tells you that driving down a ski run is a lot harder than driving <laughs> up it. I put spikes on that one though 
and I did have a heated waistcoat. So would you like do it again? Like a magi- magi- magician. Or what would you take to the Arctic Circle? Is this, I don't know, could you do it? Would you do it again? Because well, actually, as a bit of a surprise, we've got the new area <laughs> atom parked outside the office. We've got you some long johns. And... I, I, love, I love driving long distances. They're a kind of zen element to doing it. And the, the idea of just being able to get in, this is what cars are for me. You get in a car and you go and do stuff. It's an enabler, isn't it? It's just yeah. a vector to going and doing... I mean, obviously, an Atom's like a pretty special piece of kit, but just being able to get in a car and go to see something like that without any... There's no... You know, you've not got to get a visa. You've not got to mess around. Europe's pretty cool. Mm. But you've got to have the kind of trauma to have the joy of managing it. Mm. Otherwise, it has no value. Yeah, and the stories afterwards. I mean, I've got pub stories from that trip for days. Although, because I'm so damaged mentally and internally through all the things I've done. I can't remember half of it. I've got a really big phone dump thing and I remember everything through my phone. Mm. I think a few of us like that. Voice voice notes or written down? Oh no, just photos. I'm I'm a visual learner. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Wookie's got a mountain of archive stories that we can go through. So he'll be back on the podcast again for a a few more. What do you want to do next time? Um, I always like the cowboys in Hungary. We might need to rebrand oh, these. Oh, living the with the cowboys on the yeah. pushta. Yeah. Um, we could do the KTM thing. Uh, I've done some very stupid things in America. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, let's keep to it, do the let's really dangerous to, ones. To your Top Gear career here. <laughs> oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, I've got a load more. Please join me for next time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, um, please join us again. Uh, we're going to do loads more of these uh, that time we archive stories because it's just such a rich mind. I have to say, I, I, I enjoy these as much as I hope you're enjoying them at home because, you know, this this is before my Top Gear days. Uh, I, remember, I remember reading this in the magazine. And thinking uh, it was great. I never think I'd be sitting next to the man in Himself. But also, if you're a <laughs> what a disappointment. If you're a, a Mag subscriber, or you're just interested in anything that we've done, get in contact with us. Uh, what's the email address? Uh, podcast at bbctopgearmagazine.com or our socials, and we can dig the stories and the people out yeah, from tell the us archive. The stories you like, yeah, yeah, and we can tell you the stories behind the stories. There you go, Jack. There you go. Links in with the intro. All right, catch you on the next one. Thanks, guys. I've remembered a load more. <laughs> <laughs> but wait. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Top Gear Magazine podcast. Hope you enjoyed that. And don't forget to subscribe, to leave us a review, to leave us a star rating. But also check out what is in the rest of the feed because as well as interviews, we've got our monthly uh, behind the curtain look into the issues that we make. And also there's some new audio tidbits coming. So like Jack says, subscribe. <laughs>